Thank you for joining us at the Roundtable. Brought to you by Community Education Arts, a nonprofit organization based in Noblesville, Indiana. I'm Alice Cavanis Gober, President of CE Arts. And I'm Sarah E. Morin, Secretary of CE Arts. Let's sit down at the Roundtable.
That was Serenade Number no. 4 by our guest, A. Paul Johnson. You have done so many different things. And uh, I do think it would be nice for the audience to hear a little bit about some of those challenges and some of those highlights. The highlights are pretty easy. I mean, I was listening to Serenade Number no. 4, um, which uh, I know from your bio was recorded by... Um, clarinetist Richard Stoltzman who is internationally renowned and it is a beautiful piece of music and he does a beautiful job in it but I I know there's so much more there's so much uh, you know there's so much so many other things starting with you know what you already told us about you know in high school having your production just go uh, on tour I mean that's kind of an incredible highlight to start with but you know I'm sure you had some obstacles too so if you want to share a little bit about obstacles or discouragements and then you know some of some more highlights i would love to hear yeah ob obstacles are uh, a reason to enlist collaborators that's a good way to think of it, it you don't have to know everything mm -hmm. you have to know people who know everything there you go and once they're inspired we'll talk Wait a about minute. that i gotta point. say you're you're just doing like a series of t-shirts here so okay. you know. <laughs> All of this wisdom uh, needs to go, you know, out there somewhere. Like I said, we know where our retirement fund is. Now, don't right. we? Okay, well, we're going to start a new business. That's <laughs> right. That's right. Uh, so, and actually, uh, we were uh, talking about my uh, writer friend Brandon Furlow. He actually is a wonderful businessman. So, Ooh, <laughs> there you go. It's right in your pocket, right there. Yeah. In that retail space, so we there can. There you go. Got it. You know, it's hard for artists sometimes to think about retail and sales and all that, but yeah. uh, it's good to have someone who is artistic and you know savvy and with that stuff culture. yeah business actually savvy. my second wife was that you know my my career really took off because uh she said you know you're undervaluing your work and there's a lot of potential there and i have to give her credit where credit is due you know she mm -hmm. really uh was good at coordinating the you know publicity mm -hmm. and marketing um, all that yeah and i think marketing. and i think that's an obstacle or a challenge mm -hmm. that uh 95% of the artists I talk to are, you know, whether whatever their artistic thing is, whether it's music or visual arts, photography, writing, whatever, uh, that is 95% of them are challenged with the business side of being an artist. Uh, there is that 5% that can do both and I admire them <laughs> you know I, I'm not I am not one of them but I admire them so yeah I mean talking about collaboration she found a, a gentleman actually he was a retired pro football player and he had a little uh a digital radio station here in Indianapolis so we did wow. some music with that and she became fascinated with it and they worked together and they found out how to get us streaming with uh iTunes digital radio yeah. with our old company and uh, in about four years, we had launched uh, a million streams. Wow, that's with, uh, just not amazing. just my music, right. but the company produced a lot of music by other artists. Wow, and that that station only broadcast music that was produced by our company. That's amazing! Wow. So that's where again, I never knew how that radio station ran. Right. How they did it. Let alone but stream was, stuff, right? You know. <laughs> but I was I was producing the product mm -hmm. that was going on onto that, and so again, the synergy of the the ensemble, uh, you know, worked very well with it. But talking about the Stoltzman recording, and I, I hope your audiences get to hear a little bit of that. That was one of those moments of dreaming coming true, not just for myself but for other artists, because I was sitting 
uh, there's a restaurant in downtown Indianapolis called The Rathskeller. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was uh, down there having a, a drink. My friend Ed Staubach was conducting the German band down there. And he asked me, I was coming through Indianapolis. This was years ago. I wasn't even living here back then. And I went down to hear him conduct. And we were having a beer afterwards. And, and he was saying, like you, oh, you know, so many of your dreams have come true. And I said, Ed, what's your dream? Because mm-hmm. Ed was a fabulous clarinetist uh-huh. and he had actually premiered my clarinet concerto with the Indianapolis Philharmonic here and they recorded the first time the Philharmonic had ever been released on a commercial recording wow. was a piece of mine and Ed Staubach was a soloist so Ed said to me you know over our, over our suds he said well you know he says I'm just such a huge fan of Richard Stoltzman he said I'd love to do a concert with him or a recording with him or something like that and uh, I said, okay, well, you know, I'm going I'm to remember that, that that's your goal, because you've always done my music such good turn and right. interpret it beautifully. So I was on the, on the phone 10 years later, 10 years past. 10 years that, later, wow. Uh, I'm talking to, uh, we did some co-producing with MMC Records in Boston with the company. And I was talking to the producer, and we were trying to, coordinate uh, some recordings in Europe. And he said, well, I can't get there then. I'm, I'm doing a recording of my clarinet concerto with Richard Stoltzman in Warsaw. And little... Eyes light ding, up. Ding, yeah, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> and I said, well, what's all on that program? And he said, well, we haven't set the, the full program yet. And I said, what would it take to get one of my pieces on that program? And he said, well, I don't know. I said, I guess, you know, Richard would make the final decision on that. And I said, well, I've got a piece for two clarinets and string orchestra that I think would fit in, you know, the time slot that you want. And he said, well, you know, send me the score and I'll make sure Richard looks at the score. And I said, but it's now it's for two clarinets. It's mm-hmm. for two clarinets. And, and he said, well, you know, Richard, I'm sure would need to hear the second clarinetist. And I said, well, you know, I'll send you a copy when I send the score, a copy of my clarinet concerto. So he said, okay. So uh, anyway, sent all the material down and Richard listened to it and he said, oh, you know, I'd love to do something with this clarinetist and, you know, this is a nice piece and it's high energy and a lot of fun. And so I called up Ed and I said, Ed, you remember that conversation at the Raskeller? I said, do you want to do, you want to do a con- not only do a concert, but to record the piece with the Warsaw National Philharmonic and Richard Stoltzman? And he said, Oh, I guess so. Yeah, oh my gosh, that's so great. Uh, I wrote the piece in three days. Oh, inspired. Uh, you were inspired. And yeah. because I had to make the deadline. Sure. Then looking at it and approving it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we had to chip in a little production money for the recording. Well but it worth, was worth it. it. And Ed helped, you know, yeah, raise well some money. And uh, it was well worth it. And so. Uh, well, it is an absolutely beautiful piece of music and uh, when you know how to when you start to know how to make dreams come true it's important you make other people's dreams come true yes and it's 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 it does become the river that runs you know flowing gently at the back of your mind like gentle on my mind that song i always think of that things like that your your willingness and your desire to to make the dreams of others come true is like that that gentle on my mind river just constantly Mm -hmm. flowing back there it's always there 
and it and it may take 10 years but you know you made that happen and um you know and and it's a, a dream for you too a dream come true for you too Absolutely. it's amazing so um and that i think performance that, is one of my favorites yeah I, I i think i think one of the uh highlights of any artistic career are those kind of serendipitous happenings you you don't even know how prepared you are for them until they happen you composed that in three days because you were prepared for that internally somehow and when the moment happened you were there you were ready you composed it it all came together and um that to me is very very inspiring and i think one of the things that come out of these interviews for me anyway and i hope for our audience that listens um is that inspiration I get so inspired talking to all kinds of artists and uh, I just get overwhelmed by the creativity and the talent that's out there in the world. And man, talking to you is just really, uh, you know, pumping my jets of inspiration. That's for sure. Um, you know, and now there are roadblocks, you know, you'd course, mentioned the, yeah. the, the, and, and I think <laughs> the roadblocks come in uh, the strongest are because it's a very wide business and all kinds of people are here, not only artists, but you know, the administrators and boards. Yep. Yep. And I'm not sure always that those people get involved with the arts for the right reasons. Right. And if, if you're doing something, they don't understand that mysterious side of art and they're micromanagers or control freaks. Oh, yes. <laughs> you are just, anathema i mean you know yeah. it's like it's like you might as well have 666 on your forehead right. you know it's like you are the devil incarnate because yeah. they don't know what you're doing how you're doing it or how to control it join us next time as we continue our conversation with composer a paul johnson this has been at the round table with alice and sarah e of community education arts our nonprofit organization is based in Noblesville, Indiana. You can find us online at cearts.org. We'd like to thank James Weston for writing our intro music and for his technical savvy. Join us next time at, at the Roundtable. Table.